where two people who know nothing about mythology teach you about mythology. Yes, that was a cop car that just drove by us. I really hope you can't hear it. I um, could. <laughs> <laughs> we also talk about legends, folklore, tales, and, you know, basically just history from around the world. We talk about whatever we want to talk about. Whoa. <laughs> um, first off, we just want to apologize that we're a little bit late this week. Um, we've been busy. I work a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And unfortunately, me and Tony just don't have time off together. Nope. Never, ever, ever. So, I mean, we're a little bit late this week. We're hoping to uh, find some time soon to get ahead. Um, But yeah, we're going to do something a little bit different this week. Um, We're going to do two shorter episodes um, where we each focus on one god. So this will be a CC, CC week. Yay. CC week. Well, CC day. CC day. Yes, because I'm releasing mine Thursday morning. Um, so we are going to, if you couldn't tell from the music, take it back to some Egyptian times. Woo! Yes. I have been so excited to talk about this person. Like, I've been so excited. She's one of my favorites. This person? Who are we talking about today, Cece? Bastet. Bastet. She is the cat, a cat goddess in Egypt, and there is so much more to her. So, before I get into the goddess herself, um, I want to talk a little bit about cats in Egypt. Well, first off, we've got some trigger warnings. Basic underlying trigger warnings. See, she has a vocal tick disorder thing. Uh, She will probably say beans or slap me at some point throughout the video. What the heck? I have a tick disorder. That means that I make some ticks if you're sensitive to ticks. You know, listen with, listen with caution. No videos still. We're still struggling on how to figure out how to work that. Yeah, I'll figure it out later. Um. So, yeah. We're going to get right into it. And we're going to look at cats and what they were like in Egypt. I mean, okay. When you think we're going to look at some cats. <laughs> um. Well, what do you think of when you first think of Egypt? The pyramids. I don't immediately jump to cats. Okay, what animal do you associate with Egypt? Okay, well, yeah, cats. But yeah. that's a different, yeah. You ask me, hey, what about Egypt? Oh, you mean where the pyramids are? Well, still, cats. You mean like, that well, place that treated animals. cats like god? Oh, wait, a cat was a god. Yes. So, cats in general in Egypt were considered demi-deities. So, they were basically like gods, all of them. All of the domestic house cats. And I'm really glad my cats are in here to hear me say this because I think it would go to their head. Um, the reason why cats are so common is really weird and unexpected. Do you have any ideas as to why cats were so respected and considered so godlike? I have it in my notes, but I don't want to have to pull out my notes, so enlighten me. You don't have any guesses? I brain i just got off of a 13 hour shift so cats are so well respected because they protect the crops and kill rodents yeah that makes sense they stop the spread of disease and in this way they were revered and i mean people you literally like have been domesticating you know panthers and stuff for about 5000 years i want a pet panther <laughs> 
Um, so a quote on ARCE.org says, Felines combine grace, fecundity, fecundity? Where's this? Right there. Oh, right. I can't spell your handwriting. Uh, where was it again? <laughs> oh, my goodness. My right there. Uh, fecundity? Yeah, see, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that word means. It was just part of the quote. So, felines combine grace, fecundity. Fecundity. <laughs> fecundity. We're know. tired, if you can't tell. I don't tell. know why I can't get this. Felines combine grace, fecundity, gentle care, with aggression, swiftness, and danger. So, they're like the best of both worlds. And you can see this even in our cats today. Like, think about Athena. Oh, God. Um, we the have cat, a, not the goddess. The cat, not the goddess. We have a little cat. Like, she is seriously, like, she's not a midget cat, but she <laughs> is just tiny. And she is, like, really aggressive. Like, she will just randomly decide to bite us. But then other times, she's, like, super lovey. And she'll, like, come up to you and just flop on her back and be like, give me attention. And I love it so much. It's nice. It's a nice change of pace. But, I mean, cats have been like that. Humans literally, like, trained cats to become like that. I don't think they trained them to be like that on purpose. I think just from the way that they treated them, that's what happened. Yeah, I could see that. Um. So, like I said, cats were found in Egypt as far back as about 5,000 years ago. And this period was called the pre-dynastic period. And I feel like when we're talking about, like, history and time periods i think of as a long time ago right and so for something to be pre something period just makes it sound so old it makes it sound really old but you have to think about how many dynasties were actually in there's the beans and if you don't know she's got the beans um (laughs) so so i mean if you think about it like there was like seven or eight dynasties in Egyptian, the Egyptian period. I don't know. So if, if you take a look at that, you think, damn, that was like pre those eight periods. I know, so it's old. I know. Um, so a fun, uh, my, my notes are kind of all over the place. They're not very cohesive. She's not very cohesive tonight anyways. I'm not anyways. very cohesive tonight anyway. I'm so <laughs> tired. It's only 1am. It would normally be my Thursday, but it's. I still have two more days of work after this. Yeah, um, sorry, a, dr- a train just went by. You can hear it at the end of that last little clip. It was very squeaky. I had to close the window. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I was saying, my notes aren't very cohesive. Um, I kind of had to, I was grabbing from a lot of different websites, most of whom I have quoted on the side of my notes. We need to start putting our sources in our, no- in our like, description for the episodes. Yeah, no. I'm just saying, we should. That's too much work. <laughs> um, so my next fun fact, because that's kind of what these this first little bit is, it's, is that the cat's love of the sun is actually because of their relationship with Ra. Yes. Yeah, because you're talking about... I'm talking about Ra. Yeah, so, I mean, we chose good ones that went hand in hand. Do you know what's kind of upsetting, though? Hmm. It's not Ra. It's Ray. Oh. The Egyptians pronounce it Ray. Oh, weird. It's so dumb. I mean, no offense, Egyptians, but it's just raw, man. It's weird. It's raw. From Coming from a culture that pronounces it as raw, which is weird because, I, I don't know. I don't know. Americans are weird. 
Okay. Um, so anyway, it's because of their relationship, and I'm, Tony, do you talk about cats at all tomorrow in your episode? I think I kind of gloss over cats, but that's just about it. Okay, well, Tony might have more information tomorrow, and if he doesn't, then I can hop in with more. Yes. Then. Um, cats have afterlives. They are mummified and buried, just like humans. Um, they fought alongside their, like, basically cats and their humans were inseparable, and they would often be buried together. And there are some instances of what are essentially cat cemeteries in multiple places across um, Egypt. Examples include Bubastis. Boob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure that we'll find it more in my notes because I can't find it quite it's, yet. It's fine. She'll come back to it in like 30 minutes. Yeah. Bubastis. Um... Just for context, I don't know much about geography, but I'm sure that the people that do will understand this. Um, Bubastis in modern day is called Zagazig, which is um, a little bit above Cairo. Yes, it's a, it's a like a suburb of Cairo. Yes, and um, this was a big bast cat central place in Egypt. Um, I see what you did there. He said big bast. Cat, oh my goodness! But I it's didn't. Big ass cat central. <laughs> uh, okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. So she was a popular for approximately 1,500 years, and she is the most popular Egyptian deity, only after Isis. Hmm. So you know how when we did the was it the Isis episode or was it the I think it was the the Zeus or Hera episode. No, no, no. It was Egyptian. Oh, no. That was Anubis and Osiris. Yes, that's what Osiris it was. Osiris and Anubis, yeah. Yes. Um, the cult of Isis we talked about during that episode. So this is coming, I mean, back a little bit. And Bastet was the second most, right after Isis. Um, like I said, people respected cats. They hunted with cats. Um, so... Fishing and fouling scenes, which were basically like painting sculptures, you know, things that showed both a person and their cat. They would often be a symbol of triumph over order and chaos. Huh. That was just an interesting fact that I found. Um, cats were called mew or mute, meaning he, she, who mews. Hmm. And I thought that was so cute. I had to include it. And it also, they they also are called Mew because that's the sound that they make. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, I know this is completely unrelated, but... Or actually, I guess it's kind of not. Uh, in my favorite video game, Rainbow Six Siege, there's a skin on one of the guns, and it's a cat skin. And on the side of it, you know, where like you can change on a regular gun, like a single fire or burst fire, it goes Mew 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 or Mew. And oh it is God. so cute. I'm sorry. We're talking about cats. We could talk about this for hours. Um, and then um, Mew means to see. Huh. So, I mean, and that makes sense because cats have amazing eyesight. Oh, yeah. Except our cats because our cats are pretty <laughs> freaking dumb. Our cats are pretty stupid. <laughs> um, most cats didn't actually have names beyond just Mew. Really? I found so weird because of how revered they were. The fact that they were just Mew. 
It'd be like basically like getting a dog and just naming it dog. And every single dog you get is named dog. And so you have seven dogs named dog and you yell dog and you have seven dogs running at you. That's a lot of dogs. You That's... said a lot of dog today. <laughs> That's what I picture though. Oh no. Could you imagine like the crazy cat lady who just has like 30 cats who just screams Mew! Mew, 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 mew. Was that 30? <laughs> that, that was close enough. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it was about <laughs> 8 or 9, so let's not... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's also funny about the name, the fact, fact that the cats were named Mew, is that it also became a really popular girl's name. Oh my goodness. Like, people were just out there naming their child Mew. If your name is Mew, please email me. I want to be your friend. <laughs> you can find me on, it, on MySpace. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> email me at mythologybreakdown at gmail.com. Mythologybreakdownpod at gmail.com. at gmail.com. Or on basically, like, any other social media. <laughs> so I can become your friend. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Shameless plug this early in the video, damn. That was a really solid shameless plug. Too. That was a very smooth transition. It was a very smooth transition. You know what and else then we is just a ruined very, it by you know, discussing how You know what else is a very smooth transition? Hmm. Nair. I'm kidding. <laughs> what? You, know, you make no sense like Nair, and I love the you. stuff to get rid of hair. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Smooth? Because Nair gets rid of Okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you dreamt about cats, which, I mean, who doesn't dream about cats? It's actually a symbol that you were going to have a good harvest. So if you ever have a cat dream, you need to let me know so we can plant a garden. Okay. Hurt. Um, so the two most common cat types of cats were, um, jungle cats and African wild cats. And the African wild cats were actually the, really the first and only cats that were brought into house, houses until evolution and cats became the house cats that we know today. Fun fact about Bastet is that she originally was a panther and also over time became a domesticated house cat in her portrayals. Yep. All right. Um, so they actually merge and these... Merge and evolution is the direct ancestors of the Egyptian Mao. I don't know if you know what that cat looks like. I don't think I do. If I'll you saw a picture, the... you would you would understand. And we'll post a picture on the Instagram. How do you spell it? Um, M A U. So, and this evolution also caused cats to become more colorful. Um, they got smaller. Kind of like that. Yeah. It's the Egyptian Mao. Yeah. And it's like a spotted leopard cat with like green eyes. Yeah, it's actually so that, pretty dope. That evolved and we'll post a picture like I said. That evolved from an African wild cat. Do you want to look up that so that way you can see what they evolved from? African wild cat. Oh, it's like a bobcat. It's like a smaller bobcat. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. We'll post these like I said, we'll post these pictures on Instagram. Tony will actually do that right now. <sighs> I guess so. There we go. Um, um, so evolution made cats more colorful, they made them smaller, and they also made them a lot friendlier. Although, my cat can be kind of a butthole. <laughs> Literally. We have Percy, our orange tabby. We call him Butt-Butt. Yep. 
because he is a literal bubble. Um, so cats were domesticated around 2000 BCE. Um, fun fact, Herodotus visited Bubastis and wrote about it. Herodotus or Herodotus? Herodotus. Okay. How do you add another picture? Oh my goodness. I don't know go how back. to do, I don't know how to do the Instagram. You have to you have to go back. Select multiple. Oh. <laughs> I think we're getting old. I don't know how to do Instagram, guys. Oh my god. I sound like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's we're getting old. Oh no. Okay. Um So one more little bit about bass before we go back to cats for a quick second. Oh my goodness. What? More cats. <laughs> Is um that Bubastis, the city where this great best Bastet festival was held that like did drink, drinking and dancing and singing and it was the most popular festival in all of Egypt and it gathered like 400,000 people. Um it was the sh- the babu bu- whoa. Bubastis was destroyed by Persians in 310 BC, and Bast was actually banned in 390 AD. Like, they were not allowed to worship her or anything. Huh. Page flip. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, cats are also associated with gods such as Nethus, Neith, and Moot. Moot. And um, there is an actual cat god named Muti, also called Mati or Muti. Heard. Um, I hope that we get to look into this at some point. We will look into your cat goddess. Um, also, fun fact, there was a cat smuggling trade. Yeah. Because cats were so sacred that like Egypt-born cats were not allowed to leave Egypt. And so people would smuggle them. And if they caught you with a cat, you would be killed. Dang. All right. It, cats were crazy back then. I'll trade you a Maine Coon for a, for an Egyptian maw. <laughs> yeah, and killing a cat was punishable by death. That's the way it should be now. It, yeah, I agree. You hurt any animal. Well, accidentally, it's fine. But you, like, purposely kill an animal, you're done with. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't mess with uh, animal abusers. No. You know. I Just know if you're an animal abuser, we will cry, and then we will probably slap you with our socks. Oof. Yes. That is the filthiest part of your body. I mean. So, fun facts about cats after death. They were mummified. I think I said that earlier. I believe so, yes. Yeah, cats get mummified. And um, humans would mourn the loss, like they were other humans, of their cats. And how they would show this sadness is that they would shape off their eyebrows. Dope. Yes. (laughs) Oh! The Egyptians did it first. You hear that? I finally found where all the uh, cat tombs that I was talking about were. It was my very last cat note. The cat tombs? Tombs. Oh, tombs. Like a cemetery? I thought you were talking like... Like the Meow Mix song for a second. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we cat- just lost all of our okay, followers. Okay, cat tombs. Okay. Um, so they were found in Giza, Abydos, Dendera, and Beni Hassan. 
All right. Um, is where the biggest ones were found. Right. So now that we have an understanding of why cats were so the way that they were and kind of the history of cats, let's talk about Bast. And you know what? I think now is actually a great time to take a quick break before we get into that. Um, Go get a drink of water. I know I definitely need a drink of water. Yes. Um, So we'll see you in just a second. Welcome back. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This is probably going to be the most laid back episode that we're going to Yeah, I am so, so tired. Like I said, I'm on day four of six and I'm exhausted. I feel yeah. I've been up since, uh, what, like 8.30 this morning? Yeah. Yeah, I've been up and it's uh, currently 1 a.m. So that explains why I'm so tired. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Bast. Let's talk about Bast B. Okay, I'm sorry. What? I need to go to bed. <laughs> okay, she's reading over her notes like this is the first time that she's ever read over her notes. Oh, she was often depicted. <laughs> she was often depicted. <laughs> okay, just let it out. This is all staying in there. those cute little snorts <laughs> okay take a breath I just went on to this damn I didn't know we lived right next to a pig farm <laughs> okay take a breath there we go now you're kind of relaxed okay so she was often depicted as a cat. <laughs> no way, really. <laughs> I had originally meant for that line to be funny, so the fact that I could not read it. Whew. She was uh, Bast. <laughs> hey guys, did you know that Bast was, uh, was often was depicted as a, as a cat? What? It's not like we haven't been talking about cats for the last twenty-five minutes. <laughs> You know how I say that with time for bed? Yeah. Time for bed. Yeah, it's time for bed. All right, end of episode. We're done. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Goodbye. We quit. Okay. We're not doing this. Bast is a child of Torah, a sister of Sekhmet, and the wife of Ta. I know that that's not how you pronounce it, but it's spelled P-T-A-H. How can you not pronounce it? Ta. It's Ta. Oh, my goodness. Our dog is going to be the death of us. Bye. Maybe this is why... Maybe this is why they worship cats, not dogs. Oop. <laughs> Oop. That was a big drink of your Burger King lemonade. You're going to have to edit so much of I know. Stuff. I'm going to hate myself tomorrow. Yes, you are. Okay. So, she rode alongside her father... And, um, at night, she would watch over this guy as a cat. I think that's all the raw stuff, right? I mean, kind of. It... it mm, we'll go into it I wanna, tomorrow. I want to go in depth on raw so bad. I mean, that's why we're doing it tomorrow. I know. Okay. So. <laughs> um, okay. It's time for bed. 
So other names that she is called is the Lady of the East, the Goddess of the Rising Sun, Sacred and All-Seeing Eye, Goddess of the Moon, and Devouring Lady is what her name translates to. Devouring Lady. Mm -hmm. You know, cats actually can eat like dead corpses. Like they will literally, if you die around your cats, they will will eat your body. That was a little dark though. It's morbid. It's It's disturbing. Speaking of morbid. No, let's not. No. It's such a good podcast. No, she's on this serial killer kick. So she's also the mother of a minor god named Nefertum, who is a perfume god. A perfume god. Yes. So she was a devourer of ladies and she gave birth to a a perfume god. She seems like she has her life together. Yeah, I want to be her. So she's often depicted holding the Ankh. You know what an Ankh is? Yep. Um, And that uh, means breath of life. Um, It's like a cross with a circle up on the top instead of just the straight line. Yeah, they they symbolize it in a Scooby-Doo movie from like 2005 called Scooby-Doo Where's My Mommy? (sighs) I quit. Oh no. Okay, well, I'm going to finish off this episode. <laughs> no, get out of my nope, spot. I am, I, am, I am taking the middle of the spot now. This okay. is mine. I'll just stand. Okay. Um, so, she also, she also is depicted as holding the papyrus wand, which it was a symbol of power in Lower Egypt. Um, she had a war scepter, which symbolize, symbolizes her strength. And she is often accompanied by kittens. Nice. Like, literally, depictions of just, like, nine kittens surrounding her. But then all I can picture is a cat holding a sword or a scepter with just, like, a bunch of kittens rolling around her. Like, com- like think think Root in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. That's how I picture it. Okay. I know that's not how it is, but that's how I like to picture it in my head. Yeah. Um. Oh! So, her name was originally Bast, but I'm sure that you've noticed that I've gone back and forth between calling her Bast and Bastet, and this is because they added the E-T to show that the T in Bast was actually a hard T, not silent, because a lot of people were calling her Bass. And That's a fish. That is a fish. Good job, Tony. Yay. And cats eat fish. And cats do eat fish. <laughs> So, she's often compared with the Greek goddess Artemis, which I don't think we've mentioned before, um, because we really haven't talked a lot about Egypt. So, I mean, there is a connection if you want to kind of look at maybe personality, kind of similarities, that's your person that you want to compare them to. Um, she is sometimes said to be, con- sometimes said to be the personified soul of Isis who we talked about a lot in um, our last Egyptian episode in which we discussed Anubis and Osiris. Um, And we're going to do a whole episode on Isis herself because there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, So like I mentioned earlier, she rides alongside her father, Ra, which Tony will get into. Yep. Tomorrow. Um, Really quick, she protects Ra from Apep, which is a snake demon. And this gave her the name Lady of... The flame. Wow, she has a lot of names. Yes, she does have a lot of names. But I mean, so does, like, if you think about it, like, Thor. 
has multiple names. Yeah. Zeus has multiple names. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Lots of deities have tons of names. Yeah. I agree that she has a ton more than normal, but yeah. It's pretty good. Um, so the name of the festival that I was talking about when we were doing our cat facts, Bubastis, um, that festival is called the Festival of Bass. It's also... You said bass. I said bast. There is no T. You know what? The recording won't lie. We'll have to listen to it again. Um, so, um, names of the festival throughout history include the Festival of Bast, the Procession of Bast, Bast goes forth from Bubastis, and Bast guards the two lands. I feel like the last two are really weird names for festivals, but live your best life. I bet it sounds cooler not translated into English. Yeah. So, um, common symbols besides the cat include a solar disc and an ointment jar. And the ointment jar kind of makes sense because she's very caring and, I mean, her son is a perfume god and ointment, ointment and perfume both have smells. Not really sure where the solar disc comes in. Perhaps we'll find out in the future. Um, there is a very common prayer to Bastet that you can actually find everywhere on the internet. Um, because I am not a, um, I'm not gonna, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I'm not going to read any part of this prayer of Bastet out there, but it is out there. And if you're interested, all you have to do is search it up on any search engine. Um, and I have a couple more fun facts. I just gotta grab my laptop really quick. Because I was tired of writing notes by the time I was done with this. <laughs> so, um, Bastet was also a fertility goddess, which I was discussing this with, um, my coworker Evan earlier. Evan, if you're listening, hi! Hello. Um, but we were talking about how a lot of female gods in mythology tend to also be goddesses of fertility or marriage, or family. And I just found that really interesting because it's a very common trait across all of the mythologies that we've looked at so far. Yes. I am curious to see if it's going to continue to be a trend or if I'm just reading too much into it. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, but Bastet was a fertility goddess, and women wanting children would um, basically like show or give Bastet necklace offerings and how many necklaces they gave would be how many children they wanted. Weird. Yes. Weird. Um, so, oh, you know how earlier I said that festival attracted 400,000 people? Yeah. I forgot that after I read that on one website, on three more after that, it said 700 to 800,000. That is a lot of people. It's a lot of people, especially for 5,000, you know, or 2,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, 4, like, that's crazy if you think of how the world population has changed. Yeah. 700,000 people is a lot today. Like, fully packed stadiums hold, what, like, 100,000? Maybe a little more. I'd say closer to, like, two. But still, 700,000 people wouldn't even fit into the biggest stadiums we have in America. Maybe somewhere else, but... Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's an outrageous number. <laughs> it was crazy. I feel like we haven't seen a lot of numbers from our Greek and Norse 
So the fact that there's actual numbers is just, oh, um, it's just mind-blowing. Yeah. You're on the other screen. I'm on the wrong thing. And also, that's the wrong mouse. <laughs> she tried using my mouse on my <laughs> screens to control her screen. It's okay. It's bedtime. And she's scrolling through her list of facts. Okay. Okay. So, um, the last thing really quick that I wanted to discuss is earlier I mentioned that Basta and Sekhmet are considered to be sisters. Yes. Well, it is also said that they are actually mirror images of each other or actually are considered to be the same person sometimes. Hmm. Because, um, like I stated, Bastet guards over Lower Egypt, but Sekhmet guards over Upper Egypt. So there are direct parallels in a lot of their um, powers and stuff like that. And um, I found that very interesting, and I'm excited to see more of that. And for my own opinion, right now, I'm not really sure how I feel about that. I'm sure that over time I'll form some form of a thought. I would also like to chime in and say something about the Marvel Universe, which sounds really weird. But Cece and I are re-watching all of the Marvel movies in chronological order, from oldest, technically oldest movie to technically newest movie or tv show yep and And, um that'll ask for a patreon episode yeah so to kind of dip into that in captain america civil war after the un was bombed by zemo king now now technically king t'challa says something about bastet so they worship the egyptian gods and goddesses Or at least are aware of them. I don't think it ever outright says anything. But if you think about it, Black Panther. Panther is a cat. Why would he mention Bastet? And why would he be a cat if they don't worship the Egyptian gods and goddesses? I mean, that makes 100% sense. That's making sense. That's what the bonus episode is going to be like. That's what the bonus episodes are going to be like. So if you're interested in that, and here's another good segue. If you're interested in that, check out our Patreon. We have one episode up already, and like I said, we're in the process of a Marvel episode. We've got more episodes coming your way soon. If you want to find us, that is patreon.com slash mythology breakdown. Um, we have a couple of different tiers. Take a look at that. Um, if you donate, then we will say your name on the air. Woo, Jenny! Jenny! Yeah, that's like the third time she's gotten a shout-out because she is amazing. Yeah, sorry, Jenny. We uh, more The more people who are on our Patreon, the more like emphasis we want to put on this. Yes, because the more time we'll be able to spend at home. Yes, the more time we will be able to record, the more time we'll be able to, to upgrade our recording sessions so I don't stand over here and sound like I'm talking into a... Uh, beans! A, not into beans. Into <laughs> a long... And narrow hallway. We can, like, get a second microphone. We can be, like, super professional and make you guys feel more in-depth with our recordings. Yeah, so, um, share us out on Patreon. You can also find us on Spotify at mythology underscore breakdown. Not Spotify. No, Spotify is just mythology breakdown. You're listening to us on Disney Channel. I'm kidding. This is um, the Mythology Breakdown TikTok, crew. <laughs> there we go. You can find us at mythology underscore breakdown underscore pod. There I post updates, behind the scenes stuff, um, 
hopefully more. Right now I'm working a ton, so I don't have a ton of time to grow the social media, but we're getting there. I will start recording things at work and posting more, I guess. There we go. So yeah, look out for that. Um, where else can you find us, Tony? Uh, so you already said the email. Email, mythologybreakdownpod at gmail.com. Your, uh, Facebook, you can find us at Mythology Breakdown, the, the podcast. podcast. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, you already said the TikTok, Instagram, we already mentioned that. Mythology Breakdown Pod. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Coming soon, Twitter, hopefully. I will start that up tomorrow when I'm at work. Yep. Um, oh, shoot. Um, also coming soon, um, a website, hopefully. We're still working on that. A domain is a lot of money and we're trying to purchase a house, so that (laughs) might be a while. Um, and if you're interested in merch, we have a couple of t-shirts available at, what is it? We have one t-shirt available and it is, um... Oh, goodness me. Streamlabs. Streamlabs.com forward slash night scrubs. Yep. Because I don't have a legitimate website to post merch. I don't want to go through anybody else because that costs some money. So, yeah. Until next time, I've been Cece. And I've been Tony. Have a good night. Goodbye. Goodbye.